Uh, she's at her land. Joe, her land? Weird. Mm-hmm. Next. Okay, that little point of business is done. Thanks for bearing with me. Executing this whole strategy has turned out to be a really ambitious project. Let's watch, Julie. How much that worth? How much? I have no idea. I guess it depends on a lot of things, like the units of currency, presumption of an actual market for it, its scarcity. Honestly, I just alchemized the thing quite easily, and somebody else probably could too. God damn it, that answer was way too complicated. Got a fucking professor of economics over here. Are you saying you want to buy my spider watch? Nah, sir. That's why I gave my kettle of fish. I didn't think so. Anyway, like I was saying, that takes care of that. At this point, I think we can use the debriefing. Would you care to do the honors? What? Uh, regarding the mission you were previously involved with, which I can only presume gradually fizzled out, securing this weapon, securing, searching for a lost cherub, and raising an army to defeat Lord English. Oh, right. Man. That old thing. Yeah, I can debrief. It ain't much storyteller, though. Must have lament of my former bestie. That's fine. I don't need you to dazzle me here. I just want the fucking scoop. That's why you're the top, Cirque. Hey. What? Can I ask a kind of personal question? I mean, not even that personal, whatever. Sure. How old are you? Uh, almost seven and a half sweeps? Getting close to eight. Probably sound like a fucking nerd, but I've been excited about reaching that milestone pretty much my whole life. 10.5, huh? I guess that's a little more respectable. More respectable than what? Nothing. Change the subject. Had old ass mission. Oh boy. <laughs> Next. That's why you're the top, Cirque. <laughs> top Cirque. She's the top. Christ. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, Ashley. <laughs> I mean, come on, it was right there. <laughs> it text. was, it was, it was. So yeah, we all piled in a damn pirate ship and sailed around the ring in the huge circle. English followed us and wrecked shit as we went. That helped us chart a path to the treasure somehow, like using black maps and junk, which like, kind of got calculations and scopes and fucking sex dance and whatnot. It's not even sure how... But that weird-ass idea actually worked. You found the treasure. Well, you did. But you were also kind of going nuts and driving everyone away from the crew. I stuck around because I didn't give a flung glub. Arania Bell, though, she got one of the magic ring. I guess I got to her delusional grandeur about being alive again and doing relevant shit. So she ollied out and stole it and made the most uh, embarrassing mess of things I'd ever heard of anyone doing ever. She totally failed in whatever she was trying to do. Got the ring ganked from her and then died again. I never saw or heard from her since, and to be honest, I really don't want to. That left me and you, well, other you, trying to figure out what to do with the deadly box of treasure. Basically, we couldn't decide on anything, and we just feeling pretty flat out, find the plan overall. And we just gave up and wandered off to do other shit for a while, and you, I mean, she, uh, mailed way the fuck out, which was actually sort of cool for a bit, and also sort of... Okay, never mind that. We just kept bombing for, I don't know, how long, which I got a really boring after a while. I never did the thump towards to tell her, though. Uh, I mean, until now. In fact, I pretty much just forgot about this whole plan until you asked about it. You made it sound pretty cool again, so I was like, yeah, I'm on board. And that's basically the whole story. Oh, yeah, and that lost Harry Park plan. 
As far as I know, that was bogus red distraction fishing. She probably doesn't matter at all. Guess that's everything. <laughs> yup, that's everything. Next. Man, we didn't need to react six. We just got it. <laughs> yep, we just got entire act six. Good recap. At least you both have the presence of mind to hang on to the weapon. Now it's up to us to use it. What about this army, though? Still sounds like an important part of the plan to me. Having just the two of us walk straight up to Lord English, cold, gobble fiend, seems like a recipe for disaster, weapon or no weapon. An army of ghosts throwing everything we've got at him sounds like a great strategy. Like, sort of a buffer, giving us a little space to deploy the weapon whenever he seems vulnerable. Yeah, it makes sense. You think we pick up where we left off? Man, I don't know. That's one of the things that made us wonder if it was even worth bothering anymore. It was mostly this whole mind control stunt. Apparently, Rainia was towing most of the load there. Then she pieced the hell out and got owned. I see. Then, yeah, this is going to be a little trickier than I thought. Why don't we brainstorm on it for a while? Alright. Next. They're going into the forest. Yep. Next. Walking along. Next. Climbing along. Next. Looking along. <laughs> Next. Versus Land's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. The sky is maps. It's pretty dope. But uh, now she's getting into a uh, desert, which was uh, Tavros' land. Yeah. Got anything yet? Nope. Me neither. Well, fuck. <laughs> Next. It's not a huge deal. We've got plenty of time to come up with something. There's no rule that says we even need an army. We'll just need a way of deploying the weapon that'll maximize the probability that it'll actually work. True. We'll figure it out. So, even know what the weapon does yet, or...? Not specifically. We only know that it's some sort of juju that will activate when it gets near him. We won't have to do anything at that point, theoretically. The weapon should just take over. All we have to do is get a bunch of vague stories we've heard along the way in some dream bubbles. Some presume it's something obvious, like sort of charm that releases an extremely powerful attack. Other sources allude to a more specific consequence, that the weapon actually contains the souls of some incredibly powerful warriors of legend who came close to beating him once, so he trapped them inside the charm and banished into the void. And if that's the case, then I guess the weapon just releases them so they can finish the job. Guess we'll find out. Should be exciting. Still, it's way too risky to try springing it on him without creating a major distraction first. Really, the ghost army idea sounded like the perfect approach. No wonder that was the original plan. Whose idea was that, anyway? Yours. Yeah, I figured as much. There's got to be another way to get that off the ground again. I guess we don't have my ancestors' advanced abilities anymore, but we at least have mine to work with, right? If you say so. Between my mind control powers and your... Your, um... What was it that you do again? I make fucking money. I see. Sorry for doubting you, Mina. That's, uh... I'm sure that'll come in real handy. I saw that role you gave him, Sork. You're a ghost. You can't get away with that shit. Hey. Huh? What the hell? Next. <laughs> no. Is that... There's a lot of trolls. Oh, is that trolls? Because I thought it was like TV static. No, it's... No, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Next. We just spoil uh, the next well, I mean, page, Like, Ashley. the next panel is like it shows it's trolls, so it's fine. Yeah. Next. 
Yeah, yep. Big massive. Who's that crew? at the front there? That looks like a Tavros. Next. Yep. That does look the like Tavros. a Tavros. Next. Yeah. Tavros. Is that an Aridid and a or a Equius and a maid outfit? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, just checking. Next. Uh, yeah, that's me. Hi again, finally. Uh, live, Riska? That seems like a different twist of events I didn't expect and don't understand, but it doesn't change much about my current major accomplishment. What accomplishment? What are you doing with all these ghosts? Is this... Is this a ghost army? It is indeed! And I'm to believe you're responsible for this. You can believe whatever you like. Believing, as always, is half the battle when it comes to making things marginally less fake. But the fact that I personally built this army myself is going to be a fact whether you believe in it or not. Oh, bullshit. You must have had help or something or used some kind of trick. You must... Tell me the truth, Nitram. How did this get done? Who was pulling the strings? Strings? Who is influencing the minds of all these ghosts? Me! Well, not presently, but I did before, and now here they are following me. You? You must be joking. You don't have those kinds of powers. I mean, unless... Ghosts are sort of, kind of like an animal. I mean, is that how it works? Are ghosts actually fucking animals? No. Friska, trust me. There's no communion involved. Or escapades of the mind. Only escapades of the heart. What sorts of hideous fuck-witted baloney drivel are you spouting out of your prattle socket this time? What I mean is, I convinced them all to join me, Friska. Using words, and smiles, and friendship! No. No? No. But have you considered yes? No! This can't be, I don't see how- Do you know what this means? Do you know what this fucking means? Uh, maybe. It means- Next. <laughs> You actually did something useful for once. Ah. I I don't know how I'm even supposed to handle or process this information. It's it's completely messed up is what it is. My entire worldview is shattering around me. It can't be true. It can't. Somebody slap me. I need to wake up from this horse shit. Alright, but... Don't touch me. Mina, is this real? Tell me I'm not going insane. Please confirm for me that Tavros' wants in his preposterous life or death or whatever has at least momentarily stopped being a totally useless sack of shit. It's fucked up, but it's true. God damn it! Fuck this. I can't accept this reality. Nope. No way. Won't do it. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, but maybe more like yes. Yes, 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 yes! <sighs> Next! <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I love this panel. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good panel. 
Friska's on her knees crying into the ground. <laughs> Tavros is so excited. Mina doesn't know what the fuck. Oh, uh, yeah, bitches. Or failing that, something less discourteous to women to call you both. I bet you never saw coming from your once dear and loyal Swabby that your poop master would come through. That he too would enjoy a successful and gratifying arc of personal development. Ooh, it feels so good to do a conclusive thing that absolutely and beyond all question retroactively vindicates me as a person and erases all of my flaws. How's that feel, you charismatic and cunning unpleasant lady? You like that, you winner? Do you like how figuratively speaking I just siphoned the urine out of the idea that you're all that and I'm all shat? <laughs> Do you like getting owned? Because that's maybe what you're currently getting now. Owned! So, might I invite you to suck it? <sighs> Next. Suck! Next. It! Tavis got two words for us. <laughs> did you say next? Panel? Yeah, yeah did. I did. The Tavros finally did something useful Charleston. <laughs> Tavros. Next. Oh, he's going hard. <laughs> the Tavros gets to have a successful character arc shuffle. <laughs> Tavros. Next. The Tavros gets to. T the Tavros tells Friska to go suck at Cabbage Patch. <laughs> Tavros. Next. The Tavros is feeling pretty pleased with himself. All of a sudden, air guitar. <laughs> Tavros. <laughs> Next. He's playing that fucking air guitar. He's playing that fucking air guitar, though. He's getting it. Okay. You win. You did something great, and it was a big help. So thank you for that. I mean it sincerely. Could you just... Please never dance again? Like, ever? That's all I'm asking. Yes! It's a deal! Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Briscoe was destroyed. Yep. She, was <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know what to do with herself anymore. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, now that we have a ghost army assembled, the weapon in hand, and settled on the determination that the lost cherub probably doesn't matter at all, I think it's time to make a plan. Hold up. Something don't feel right about this. What? It's army. Who the flip's in charge of this jam? In charge, um... Please don't tell me that dancing weenie poop boy... I don't think he's technically in charge. He just motivated them all to join the fight through the power of friendship. Yes, exactly. An army's got to fault, but an army's got to follow orders. I was just ain't an army. It's a bunch of assholes who are hanging it, have to be standing in roughly the same vicinity. I see your point. What are you suggesting? I should rule the army. Rule? Did you mean like the general of it? 
I think that's usually how it works. Uh, shell no go, fucker. I want to rule these sons of fishes. It's in my blood. Also, I fucking wanna. <laughs> I probably won't take no for a clamser. Nah, uh, that sounds fine to me. Little discipline applied to the swarm of dead idiots isn't going to double kill them. I'm just not sure how feasible it is. Tavros is the one who rounded them all up, so I assume they're currently listening to him when it comes to the marching orders. I see how it is. Hey, you. Swabby. Yes? I hereby challenge you for the leadership of this army. What? Get your fucking dukes up, pupa pansy. Whoa, no. Oh, no. Let's not do that. Yeah, let's. It'll be fun. It'll be Finn. Finn? Fun, you ass. Now hit me, you seaweed-sucking sandal stuffer. But I think it's a good idea that you lead the army. I don't even contest that at all. Oh, man. Why is everyone all wait? He's gotta do shit the bored way. I'll just let everyone know you're the new leader, okay? Alright, how's this? I'll buy him off you. Uh... Damn your price. I got a lot of gold, you know. Do I look fucking poor to you? Tell me I look poor. I glub and dare you. No, no, I believe you. I think you're probably very wealthy. Then tell me how much gold I need to unload to make this shit happen. But uh, I don't want gold. Firstly, I really doubt it even has much intrinsic value in this context. Because we aren't even on a planet whereby such ores are scarce. We're just in an abstract field of fleeting illusions, and there's surely no market of exchange anywhere that would help dictate the fluctuating price of such a commodity, or even any monetary basis of comparison for that price, if it actually existed. Why the shit is everybody a fucking economist, all of us shitting son? Panic mother fucks don't know gold equals riches, period. It doesn't have to be an argument about gold or economies or anything else. I said it's a good idea that you lead us. I like the idea. Alright, alright, fine. Go ahead and be nice about it. Why do I care? I fully recognize through the customary traditions of normal culture that you are the one who is most fit to rule. And while I may excel at friendship temporarily, I don't have the leadership things of being harsh and bossy, but those are leadership things you have, probably, because of your blood. So, starting now, I completely defer and prostrate to my new empress. Christ. <laughs> Next. Why is everyone a shit an economist all of a sudden? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good line. Terrace is bowing to her. Yep. Yo, what the fuck? Your majesty! Ah! Uh, I exist only to do your bidding, suddenly. Tavros, will you get the fuck up? No. No, no. Stay. Stay down there. Exactly like that. Of course, your highness. I think. I think I like this. I think this really... I really like this. This is a whole glove and lot. This feels right. Yo. Christ. <laughs> Next. Yeah, this is... <laughs> yup. Next. <laughs> She's stomping his horns. 
Oh, she is standing on his horns. Excuse me. Yeah. Yes. Good. Excellent work, Swabby and Teeth. I hear I promote you all from poop master to poop lord. Wow. You earned it. Turn that way. I want to dress the Legion of Loyal Homies. Yes, my liege. Next. That's not boy buoys and grills. I ain't much for inspirational speeches. But here's one and but here goes one in any way. So whoever and listen the fuck up. Your friendly sandal pack and poop lord just flipped the keys to this over to me. And all y'all former heiresses and current empresses, I hereby officially decree. Uh, I'm the boss now. You gotta do what I say. Follow my orders to the letter, not just because all our ghosts are at stake and distance of depends on it, because I'm the bomb. And all the shit I say is cool and right. Most of you got some good fighting skills or some powers or some shit. God, dear ghost, I'm looking at you. I don't know what you can all do in the PJs, but whatever it is, you better fucking bring it. The rest of you without powers, even like modest combat abilities, just, I don't know. They damn torture the guy. For real, every individual flying and screaming body is gonna count for something, this goddamn mess. See, we got a weapon. A nasty one that le some, legend say, some legend says. Don't ask me to quote it, the legend, because I don't read up on no damn legends. People just tell me this shit, alright? The idea is that y'all send them up and we'll knock them down. I trust that I don't gotta say who we up against here. You know the guy. The Hulk Hulk-ass... A uh, pimp devil who's been trying all the blank space, popping all our bubber bubbles, murdering innocent space occupy, double killing our ghosts. Which, to be fair, there were way too many of in the first place. But let's not dwell on that dumb fact. Sword muscle guy, huge like professional wrestler with suspenders and the head of a skeleton. The fucking time boss who wiped our troll kid mind one way or another. I think he's after. It's sis, but she's on record as not mattering, so who cares? We will... Uh, he'll never stop until he finds her. So we have to stop him. The safe space and reality and an infinite trillion cosmic frogs or some absurd stuff like along those lines. But we have to stop the most... And most importantly because it's just the baddest thing to do. So, and I promise you, as your supreme rule over the afterlife, that this will be a baller use of our time. We beat the shit out of being bored and doing nothing forever. I ask you as humbly as I can while taking into consideration I'm the best one here uh, by approximately 20 leagues or so. Who is with me? The answer is all of you. You all are, because I command it. But it's cool, I know you can do it, because I believe in every last one of you. And also, you have to, because if you don't, I'll feed the Lord Kingfish myself. God. She's so good at speeches. <laughs> oh, boy. Next. Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> Why is everything always so wonderful? <laughs> Friska's got the hearts above her head. Yep. Next. Friska has a type. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's ruthless. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so we are back with Jake and uh, 
Jasper, all, all the sprites, all of yeah, our all favorite Thank characters, you. the best. Yeah, great. Next. That we're spending a weirdly long amount of time with. Yeah, this is going to be the reason we're not finishing tonight. If we don't finish it, will be because of this. Yep. Thanks, hussy. <laughs> Next, I. It's almost eleven o'clock, and like the latest I can go is like midnight or one. Mm. And I really don't think we're gonna make it, guys. I don't. Oh God. It's going to cut it real close. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I, 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 I believe. I believe. <laughs> All right, let's just fucking go. Let's fucking pump this. Uh, who should I take here? Um, You want to take Nepeta? I could take Nepeta. I could take Jake. Or do you want... Oh, I can take Jasper Sprite, and maybe Luke can take Jake. I can take Jake, yeah. Okay. So I take it I'm to stand in for the Mad Hatter in this charade? Uh, yes. Except, wasn't the Mad Hatter supposed to be, like, in charge of the tea party or something? I really don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here. Nothing. Just sit there quietly, please. No offense, but you're only a prop actor in this fanciful scenario, which is serving as the stage for my date with this lovely lady. Wait, this is a date? Oh, yes. I'm sorry I didn't mention earlier. Now, but, uh, is that okay? Um, I guess so. Still a bit confuzzled about what's actually happening, though. There's a plenty of time for explanation. For now, I invite you to relax and enjoy our party at this peaceful and desolate hilly planet, while that mild-mannered boy across the fridge sips his tea quietly. Okay, but I'm mainly just wondering, where is everybody? Like, Equius, Carcat, are they okay? They're fine. Well, Carcat is fine, alive and well in this session. Equus is also fine in the same sense that you and I are both fine. Everyone else enjoys various states of being fine while alive and fine while dead. Oh, um, well, some of that sounds like good news at least. It's all good news. I miss Muse. I mean, Muse. Uh, especially when we're both here now, on this date together. Again, assuming you're okay with that. No pressure. I will say it's a very nice looking tea party you have here. But, um, I've never actually been on a date. There's a first time for everything, right? I remember my first date. I was so nervous. Life hack, it helps if you're very drunk. Not that I'm prescribing this as a remedy for you. It's okay to be nervous. Besides, I sincerely doubt you're partial to the drink. I have a feeling catnip's more your poison. Eh? 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 I, I've never tried either. Sorry. Anyway, it's not that I'm nervous about a first date, necessarily. I just don't know who you are or anything about you. You look like one of the human kids, but different. Seem to be part kitty cat now? Yes, Nepeta, I am part kitty cat now. Events conspire to make me equal parts not dead, half kitty cat, and two sprites. But the other side of the pet tag is the fact that I am suddenly half human as well. You see, Nepeta, I used to be a dead cat too, but now I'm an alive cat who's part girl. In fact, we spoke once, while I was still just a cat. Don't you remember? Uh, wait a minute. Yes, yeah, I think I do remember that. That was fun. So you're the same cat, then. The human girl, Rose, was it? She and her looses got prototyped together? That is exactly what happened, fortunately for us both, as well as everybody else. That's... Very sweet. What a nice way for you two to stay close together forever. 
Combining souls with my loosest sounds like it would have been a wonderful way to preserve her memory, plus share all her strength and wisdom and such. I'm guessing that opportunity is long gone, though. It probably is, but really, I don't think you need to change. You're so charming and pretty exactly as you are. Wow! Thank you! Hey, whatever happened to Jane's bunny friend? What was his name? Huh? Little Sebastian, I think. Where did he scamper off to? Jake, what are you talking about? He'd be perfect for this tea party. Like the white rabbit and all. And I'm like the Mad Hatter for some damned reason. And you're supposed to be like the Cheshire Cat or such? Yes, Jake, that was the idea. Thank you for explaining it to us. I haven't the foggiest fucking idea who Sleeping Tavros is supposed to be. Or for that matter, who the honking guy in the fridge represents. Honk! Was there a man under the table who hogged sometimes in Alice in Wonderland? I really don't remember. So, I guess that leaves the friendly cat troll as Alice? Nepeta, right? You must be the Alice of the group. That would make sense, since you just got here and appear to be very confused about this situation. By my estimation, that makes you a dead ringer for the Alice of this tea party. Jake, just drink your tea. (laughs) (laughs) Next. (sighs) Great. Oh my god. Right? <laughs> Keeps happening. Anyway, oh enough of this, that horseshit. Back to our date. That is, if you're okay with calling it a date. Are you okay with this being a date? I mean, like a romantic date? I... Yes. I mean, sure. Yay. But I still don't actually know you that well. At least not the rose part of you, but I suppose maybe that's the point of a date. To get to know the other person a bit better? Yes. Yes, Nepeta. Exactly. That's exactly the point of a date. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, <clears throat> so what do we talk about? Uh, anything you would like, beautiful. Jeez. Uh, Rose. I mean, Rose Cat. Uh, Jaspros. Jaspros, I... <laughs> uh, what is it? You're making me blush. My head probably looks like a big ol' olive here. It's quite a lovely color. I don't... (laughs) Is something wrong? No, I just... Sorry. Never really had anybody like me before. I'm not sure how to handle it. I found that this very hard to believe. Nobody, are you sure? Pretty sure. What a reprehensible injustice. Uh, Had your colleagues no taste... Well, okay, I guess Aaron had hit on me a few times, but his advances always struck me as creepy and insecure. A pox on his name in this of this charlatan, I hiss on his grave. He's dead? Yes. Gosh, I mean, he could be kind of a jerk sometimes, but that's still a shame. No, it isn't. It's fine. Please continue. Huh? You were saying about being liked. Oh, right. I... Mm, just still somewhat confused. I'm not sure why you like me. Not that I'm not flattered, but you really don't know much about me. Or do you? No, not really. I just know that you're very pretty. And from my limited interaction with you as a cat, that you're a personal and kind. I don't uh, need to know much else about you to like you. I'm a cat girl of simple tastes. <laughs> okay. I guess I can't argue with that. For what it's worth, you seem very nice and pretty as well. <gasps> Jake, did you hear that? She likes me too. 
This is almost too good to be true. Do we lose Luke? Do we lose Luke? Oh no. I think you should both kiss! Jake, please mind your manners. I mean, not that that isn't an excellent idea. But all things in due time, there's a process to the courtship business. Much how one doesn't just lie down for a nap. The bedding must be fertility needed and massaged before lowering oneself in a circular fashion for a prime snoozing position. Oh my goodness, what beautiful analogy! Besides, she has only been prototyped once, I believe unprotected, or once prototyped, colonels can, whether brief or incidental contact, the same way you can instigate the flame of a candle without burning your nose as long as you're quick enough. But the sort of contact we're talking about here would be anything but incidental. Oh my god, you're making me blush again with all this kissing talk. How can you be so forward about these things? I've never met anyone who's so brazen and confident about liking somebody. How do you do it? There isn't much to it. I used to be quite guarded about my feelings as a girl. But cats do not have so complicated thoughts about what shouldn't be accepted and when. Uh, when to convey about the uh, current state of mind is any everything. What to do is... When to do it is now. Don't get me wrong, Jaspros. I have a great affinity for all things feline in nature, but it's never been that simple for me. I get so shy and worried that people might think of me if I say how I feel. I'm always so scared that they don't feel the same way or just think I'm stupid or pathetic or something. Uh, was there someone you had feelings for you couldn't talk to about? Um, yeah. Who? Um... I don't know, I'm too embarrassed to say. You can tell me, Nepeta. Please tell me your secret will... Please tell me your secret will be safe, I promise. Well, okay, as long as you can really keep a secret. Uh, my muzzle is sealed. It was Carcat, but I never told him. I'm pretty sure he never found out how I felt. Carcat, eh? I'll let you in on a little secret, too. You dodged a vigorous sprinting with a bo spray bottle there. He wouldn't be any good for you. Oh, no, no. Why? Too many anger issues, always with the shouting and whatnot. He's way too volatile. But I, I like that about him. Oh, but that isn't even all there is to it. On our journey, he was so obsessive and controlling towards his desired mainspirit, I do not believe that in any way to treat a lady. On the contrary, Nepeta, he is someone who will respect and adore you. Well, yes. I always hope to find someone like that one day. I don't know, maybe you're right, but in spite of whatever problems he might have, I always felt like I saw something in him that makes me think he could beat that person. Nope, sorry to the Miona of ba sorry to be the Miona of bad news. He was just not cut out for you. Besides, he is involved with someone else now in this cardboard. He has moved on, and so have you. You are now a sprite. Neither of us have the same connection to the living as we once had. In quite a real sense, it is fair to say that all we have now is each other. Uh. Hey, what's up? God. Dave Sprite shows up. Yeah. It's not dead still. Nope. I don't think we're going to make it. Next. Day Sprite. Yeah. Looks like everybody forgot about me as fucking usual, so here I am. 
Where... Where did you come from? I thought you died. Uh, no. Not to my knowledge, at least. I was just chilling on John's planet when some shit happened. What shit? Uh, I don't know. There's all this wind and shit, the sky went blank. Looked around a while, couldn't find anybody. Sky went black again, so I flew off looking for people. Found the planet with a big purple X on it, and I found you at this tea party or whatever. Now you seem to be a sprite too, which is part cat, so that's cool, I guess. Ah, uh, of course. You're the virgin I traveled with on the ship. I mean, not Rose, Jaspers. Oh, yeah, uh, hey man. Or, at least, hey man to half of you. Kinda fucked up your part Rose and vice versa, but eh, what are you gonna do? Being in a state of near perpetual satisfaction with my own existence is what? Anyway, I'm happy I'm to see you're still alive. I'm back. Even if you're... Hey! Anyway, sorry. We've moved reading. on one page. Great. Anyway, I'm happy to see you're still alive. Even if your bird-like appearance is making me feel a bit riled up. I'll try to control myself, though. Cool, thanks. So what kind of ludicrous nonsense you have going on in the land of Stonehenge's and a big purple X? Is that... Is that Egbert-looking dude supposed to be the fucking Mad Hatter? Yeah! Okay. What's with the fridge? Please don't tell me somebody's locked in that fridge. Dave, never mind the fridge. The tea party bullshit isn't quite what it seems. I'm actually on a date, so maybe we could, you know, catch up later. A date? That's cool. With who? The Mad Hatter guy? Uh, good lord, no. With Nepeta. Sorry, I should have introduced you to her sooner. Nepeta, this is Dave. He's my bird brother, uh, who's also a sprite. Hello! Oh, Lord. Next. What? This is bad. Yeah. Yeah. I know some people really like it, but I don't. God, really? How? Yeah. I, some people really like this. I'm gonna need names later. <laughs> Same. I don't think it's. I don't think it's anyone like on that we know. Or oh, you okay. Know. It's you like, know it's just, us I just like it. Okay. Yes, I see. It like on Tumblr. Okay. 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 Yeah, this is just garbage. Hey, Nebada, nice to meet you. Don't worry, I'll get out of your hair soon and let you get back to your tea date with Rose. Hi, Dave. Nice to meet you. Damn straight, we are meeting the shit out of each other right now. Hey, put her there. Dave, no, don't. Oh, boy. Yep. Next. Doop-a-da-beep-boop. Oh, uh, next. <laughs> oh, damn it, Ashley. I just remembered what the most important page in Homestuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking we're out of the bullshit, and then I remember there's more bullshit. Anyway. Next. Holy shit. That's a look. Yeah. So, yeah, D Dave and Nepeta have fused into one sprite. I don't even know what... <laughs> it's not an easy voice to do. No, I'm just trying to come up with something. Now, if just... only there was a way where we could have both Nepeta voice and Dave voice at once. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Christ. Claw, claw, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yep, crushed it. This is bad. Yeah. This is just bad. Yeah, this is just some garbage. It's just pointless Next. padding. Yeah. No. 
next. Yeah, let's get away from that. Let's get yep. the fuck away from that garbage. Yup. Hello. Anyone home? Next. So we're back on Lofaf. Yeah. Yeah. Jade. Anybody? Next. Oh, hello, sir. It seems you're the man they call the mayor. Is that you? Next. Ah, oh, silly me. Of course you are. Says so right there on your handsome sash. How nice it is to meet you. I was told there is... This is where Jade's sleeping. Do you know where she is? Next. There you are. She looks so peaceful. How odd it is to think she's still in the dream bubble with my other self's ghost. What could they be talking about? Their curiosity's maddening. Next. Please hurry back, Jade. Your friends all miss you here. Next. So, where exactly are we going? Back to the source of all this. Um, and where's that? You know already. Uh. Next. So Jade and uh, Lady English are wandering through the broken void. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, I'm kind of wondering if maybe I should be waking up soon. I feel like my friends are probably going to need me. You can't wake up just yet. Why? It's not time. Not where your physical form is, at least. Where, where my physical form is? Then what about here? What about here? Ugh, sorry, this time stuff is really confusing. You're a space player. Yeah, I mean, if it's not the right time to wake up where I'm sleeping, how long do I have to wait here in order to wake up? The correlation between the passage of time in the furthest ring and any given physical location is tenuous. The measurement of time here is inseparable from the physical passage through its knotted space. Those two aspects are closely woven together here, to such an extent that they are barely separable. All aspects are. Really? All of them? Yes. I understand how this place is time and space, of course, even if they work together weirdly. But I don't see any of the others. One doesn't see abstractions. Not directly. Oh. Each opposing pair is in balance throughout this field so as to form a stable canvas. Though the canvas becomes less stable with each crack in the field, ordinarily one would never directly observe its constituent forces. The canvas would seem smooth from afar, but up close, as it were, the tapestry is circuitously woven. The aspects, while remaining in balance, interfere with each other. They interlock and intertwine. So neither space nor time functions linearly, nor are they conveniently measurable. Wow! I'm not sure I totally understand, but that's pretty interesting. You are predisposed to find the nuances of space intriguing. And since its opposing aspect is more related than you perhaps realized, the challenges of understanding it are more compelling to you than you realize as well. 
Yeah, I guess so. Physics are all about space and time, when such which are fun to think about. I like all that stuff. Yes. So you're saying space and time, and all other aspects, I guess, are more closely related in here than the, like, more stable places, like my universe. They are less distinct from each other here. Yes. You said the passage of time is inseparable from traveling through space. Yes. So if we're holding still, time wouldn't be moving either. That is correct, in a way. Though motion itself is not the absolute process it is in a more conventional medium. The measurement of motion requires stable features for comparison, of which there are very few in the furthest ring, typically. The more cracks that appear, ironically, the more the ring begins to stabilize, at least in a spatial and temporal sense. I see. So, if the cracks weren't there, how... how would we be able to tell if we were moving? Motion through the twisted space is not gauged by passing landmarks, but anchored to a particular destination. Destination is an idea maintained by the traveler. Ideas are subtle composites of various aspects. Without clear understanding of destination, motion becomes less discernible. With less discernible motion, passage of time becomes less measurable. At a standstill, time loses meaning and can seem to stretch on forever, as all events through reality swirl around you in no particular order. One becomes isolated from all else, imprisoned by inertia. Hmm. That's pretty cool, too. I love spacey stuff. Yes. You talk about it in a neat way. Kind of seems like you're trying to educate me on this. Like, like a teacher or something. Of course that is what I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> Next. Well, not that it isn't fun talking about these cool space things, and I know you said my real body isn't supposed to be waking up yet, wherever and whenever it is, but to tell you the truth, I would really love to get going and see my friends again. Don't you have the power to wake me up? The other Calliope says she had that power. I do have that power. Oh, so... Could you please wake me up again? No. Why not? I told you, it is not time yet. We must first reach our destination in order for the requisite time to flow correctly. Only then. Man! Why the hurry? You have already proven your heroism in the moments when it was needed most. It is important to know when the greatest good is best served by remaining dormant. Whether the burden is for close to eternity or only a few more minutes, it is something to learn as a space player. Space falls back. It yields. Hosts the play silently. Then it roars to life when its time comes, showing all who is really the master. 
And so, too, when the time comes, it collapses in on itself, taking all else with it. Next. Link Jade likes that. No. Next. Oh. She's looking into her hands and it, oh god, it's full of stars. <laughs> it's full of stars. Next. No. Next. She better Next. hurry up to catch up. Headed with... towards the green sun or something. Yeah. Next. Oh, we get to be back with our best friends. It was very Next. back with the best characters that everybody yeah. loves the most. Why is this so fucking long? <laughs> I don't know. Jesus Christ. Um. <sighs> I I feel Molly, I can almost yeah. hear a question forming on your lips. Oh? A request. <laughs> What's that? I feel like that silence was the uh, pr- the prequel to uh, uh, something that you wanted to ask of us. <laughs> what What do you think that would be? I think it might be whether you y- can just yes, skip this can... fucking conversation. <laughs> yep. Yes, we can speak this at the same time, me and Luke. <laughs> Uh, it's it's not that I want to skip this conversation. It's that you want to get to the end and you don't care about yeah. this dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, it's that the shit doesn't matter. Let me just skip it and I can give you the summary. It's like Dave is having weird ideas about gender because now he's half a troll girl and half a human boy. Oh man, really? Yeah. Uh, and like Jasperos is really fucking bummed that Dave Sprite just ate his, her wife. Uh, yeah, because she was very convinced that she was going to marry Nepeta, and the Nepeta part of Dave is like, well, that's a little presumptuous. Uh, yeah, and uh, at some point, I don't know if it's on this page or the next page, but they it gets to the point where Jess, uh, Dave Pita Sprite decides that what they really want to do now is go fight Lord English. Oh, weird. That, uh, bo- like, Nepeta didn't really have the ability to do anything against him, and Dave was too much of a basket case, but if you put the two together, it creates a person that wants to do that. Okay. Actually, how much do you care about actually reading this? Not at all! <laughs> Fuck yes! Yeah, because okay, you hit skip- next and check out the next chat log, because it's not done. Oh my god. <laughs> Jason back on just dumping. He's just he's just shooting up with the hills. Yeah, he's I, trying to kill the narrative. <laughs> and he's succeeding. And like, I'll, like, and I'll say like the like the gender stuff is interesting, but it's not interesting enough to like. It's like a tossed off line. It's really not. Is it okay? Yeah. I was gonna say because that's like interesting to me, but also like it doesn't sound like they're gonna do anything with it. No, so. they don't do anything with it at all. Okay, it's just we, like like. David talks about themselves in the third person and realizes, like, they use a male pronoun and then a female pronoun, and then they, like, stop for a second, like, Rose, I have no idea if I'm a boy or a girl. And she's just kind of, like, pinching the bridge of her nose, like, well, I don't know. I guess you gotta explore yourself and figure that out. That's not, I don't care. That, yeah, that's not really a conversation about gender. Right. Yeah. Oh, man, it keeps going. Yeah, it just keeps going. 
I'm just... Oh my god, it's so long, there's so many pages, there's nothing worthwhile it's in here. It's all padding, I don't know why this exists. They do seven, do the thing that they seven did pages. from, uh, like right before they got on the meteor, they do do those poses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also a segment where Dave suggests, why don't we just keep doing the date, because now we're both part animal and animals don't understand incest. Wowza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I just get yep. that. Yep. yep. I'm uh, I see a planet and yep. a lot of building on it. Uh huh. Okay, next. Sorry, anybody who wanted to hear that. Um, I don't understand you if you wanted to hear that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, mean, listen, I, I guess does... there's, there's something to be said for comprehensiveness, but. I think both versions of this podcast already threw that idea out the window with the uh, the troll walkarounds with the ancestors. Yeah, I yeah, those are also really bad too. Like, there's some bad stuff in here that's frankly not worth reading. There, listen, eighty percent of the time when someone says, "Boy, Andrew Hussey really needed an editor," I'm like, "Ah, come on." Sometimes though, they're right. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while, like, they get those it. long conversations like actually like endear you to the characters or mean something and sometimes they're just bullshit right yep yep sometimes okay. he introduces new characters at the 11th hour that no one cares about yup wait are we talking about the 11th hour yeah anyway okay <laughs> uh is that Arqueous sprite yeah that's what I well, wanted he... to see as another sprite right now if you click next next yeah that's oh, Arqueous sprite he's building yeah uh, next. and he's Oh, he's putting down a grist rig. Oh, yeah, the thing that does the thing they were talking about earlier, where they have to rain the grist down on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next. And that seems to have done something. Something. Yeah. Next. Oh, I wonder if it spouts it into Skya. Yeah, there it goes. Yep. Yep. Boom. Next. So it's going to eat the planet? Or is it just going to... Like spitting all the grist they used out to make that thing. So they um, this is going back to like Act Four. So yeah, you thought this was like the ultimate weapon. I remember. Uh, did I? Okay. When they talk about like when Terezi explains denizens to John, she explains that when you defeat them, they uh give you access to the grist horde, which is like an uncountable amount of grist that you can use for the ultimate alchemy, which John didn't realize oh. was making the frog. Got it. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You, you need a lot of grist to make a galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out. And so they're just showing that this has happened on every planet. This is a cool panel. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Oh, look, it's our friend. It's our best <sighs> friend back again for more. <laughs> Next. Oh. <sighs> Well, because it's part bro, and this is part yeah. Dave, so... And it's part Nepeta and Equius, and they're best friends. Yeah. Christ, next. This is probably also the worst conversation. Arqueus is very shocked. Yep, next. David is just like, sup. Next. I don't know if they actually talk. It looks like we just switch over to Dave and Dirk, which is a conversation I'm interested yeah, in. Yeah, this so. is actually a good conversation. Yeah. <laughs> just- do you want to jump in on this, Molly, or do you want to keep the Yeah, same? I'll take one this okay. time. Yeah, uh, I'll take Dave. Okay. I'll keep being Dirk, if you don't mind. Yeah, Luke. go for it. Damn. I thought our houses were pointlessly tall before. 
Just doesn't stop from getting constantly more and more vertically enormous. Shit is downright preposterous at this point. Like, up ways. <laughs> yeah. Made sure as fuck not to come right out and literally describe the building as tall. Hell yes. Who needs small and searchable adjectives when the most ass-backwards way of saying things is right there, tantalizing hidden within the vast ocean of language, like a treasure in a huge shitty clam? We are way on the same page philosophically here. Who is surprised by this? Zero people is who. Sounds like a club for losers for me. They're lucky they don't have any members, otherwise they'll be lame as hell. Yeah. So, uh, why do the houses need to be so tall again? Never actually understood that. Except to reach the gates, but once we figured out how to fly and shit, that became so pointless. Yeah, after a while in the game, building kind of stopped mattering. Except near the end, getting to the top is just a point of completion. Uh, then you dump the grist rig on top of it, apparently. This lets the thing spread all the grit from the horde in the plant's core. Kind of like a huge oil dare, I guess. Oh, how do you know this? You guys live in like a manual or... I'm in communication with Arcus Sprite. He's working on it now. So you're in communication with him like right now? Yes, via my shades, which he incidentally used to be. Like, as a computer, when he lived inside my autoresponder. Right, and uh... Why did you make that thing again? Not that you ever told me before. Again, it's just like a stammering tack onto that sentence as to try not to sound too fucking rude. I don't think it's a rude question. It's perfectly fair. To wonder what was going through my head when I made him. I spent a lot of time wondering that my about that myself. So you just straight up programmed to copy your brain? There was some programming involved, but also a bit cheating through the mapping of a capsule ghost imprint of my brain. I guess part of it was just about trying to understand myself, but I don't think I would have put it that way as the time. For a while, I insisted he was more of a debate partner or some horseshit. I was pretty young and had some stupid ideas, but irony in particular, but also in a lot of mostly faux intellectual thoughts on a wide variety of topics like philosophy, consciousness, programming, identity, history, ancient pop culture. Really, it ran the full gamut of it. Uh, pretension. Not that I still don't find that stuff interesting, I just like to think about it in somewhat less full of shit about it all now. Yeah, me too. I mean, about my interests and stuff. Creating him was kind of an interesting exercise, I guess, but over the years, I kind of seen development as one of my biggest mistakes. He started to turn into a monster, but I would never bring myself to get rid of him, or even really blame him for anything. Uh, from being an asshole because he was actually that he wasn't actually that different from me like by definition he seems straight he seems alright as Arcris at least it keeps him busy obsessing him over muscles asking him for milk and shit like that hmm guess I started some projects I regretted but nothing like making a milk weirdo eventually exist sounds fucked up but it's also kind of an awesome story in its own way I guess so Maybe I'm lucky I was never that good with computers. Now, computer art, that's a different story. Okay, actually, it isn't. I fucking suck at that, too. But, damn it, I try my best to make some magic happen, at least, in my own mind, so that's good enough. It certainly worked out in my universe. Yeah, I mean, I did capture like my own ghost brain once, but I didn't know what to make of that and thought it was kind of weird, so that never really went anywhere. Probably for the best. It definitely is. 
tinkling with your own mind or identity or whatever, it's a dark road to go down. There are enough splinters of everyone running around out there as it is, just as a natural byproduct of overall reality for me in particular, probably for you too as a time player. This process doesn't need to be encouraged or fucked with. For real. My bro did cool things with computers too. I mean, nothing like making a clone in his brain or anything, thank God. Some weird bullshit with webbots and stuff mostly to prop up his various enterprises. You mean the porn stuff? Yeah, but with puppets, of course. It was always about the puppets. Naturally. He made all these porn bots that would just talk to each other in a chat room endlessly. All like, get each other riled up about squishy bottoms and whatnot. Actually, it was pretty entertaining to watch him go out it for a few hours. I think it may have been teetering on the threshold of something resembling self-awareness, except that they only seem to apply that faculty to reach even more heightened states of sexual excitement for a bunch of nude soft puppets. That sounds... oddly rewarding. I mean, not to say he wasn't still a douche, but as a pastime cultivating a group of earnest, erotic, puppet-loving chatbots sounds so much more relaxing than painstakingly constructing a version of my own brain, and then arguing with it for years thereafter. Almost like trending to l- tending to a little flock of pigeons. Yeah, you know he did some cool things. It wasn't necessarily all inherently terrible. Things I would really appreciate under better circumstances. He definitely had a lot of drive and also some uh, ideas that warranted a certain amount of respect, I guess. He just maybe should not have been allowed near a child. All I'm saying. Yeah. Next. Yeah, also- maybe. That kind of exists, doesn't it? Like that thing that people keep tweeting uh, screenshots from. Yeah, that yeah. Twitch bot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a thing now. That's basically a real thing. That's a real life thing now. Thanks, Dirk. Sounds about right. We really don't have to talk about him anymore, though, if it's going to stir up some more bad shit with you. Nah, I'm all right. I think it's mostly out of my system. I mean, not forever, because I don't think that's how things work. I just mean my venting fit is over, and I'm probably good for another 16 years or so. I could return to be mostly deadpan and rad. Okay, well, in 16 years, if you need someone to vent to again, let me know. Sure. Assuming we haven't been killed by, like, 10 jacks before that, I will. You certainly seem to be the right guy for that. For what? I mean, like, the most suitable recipient of my hysterical fits on that particular subject... There's no way I could ever tell Carcat all that. I mean, maybe some stuff, but not all the stuff. It's just too heavy. Certainly wasn't going to mention the stuff to Rose or John or Jade or whoever else. If I was ever going to do it to one of my patented acrobatic pirouettes off that particular handle to anyone, it really could have only been him. And he was dead. And even if he wasn't, all I and I did say all that shit, there's no way it would have resulted in anything resembling reconciliation. Which I think was something I kind of needed, but didn't realize it. So, thank you for being a really plausible stand for him who I can rip to shreds while still being basically innocent of all that terrible garbage. So, you end up sort of being like an avatar for him that's much easier to forgive. I mean, maybe forgive isn't the right word because I'm not sure he deserves that. And anyway, it doesn't matter because he's been dead for years at this point. It's an irrelevant deceased weirdo who doesn't matter anymore. I guess I mean coming around to a place where I don't have to feel rotten all the time anymore. I guess I'm lucky I got into a blunder into a reality that just happened to have the exact right version of a dude which made that possible for me. Sorry, this fucking ramble's really getting away from me. I have no idea if I'm making sense anymore. I think I get it. And sure, you're welcome for me existing. Hey, can that be like, the motto on our family crest? I think it already is. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Next.
all that melodramatic sad babble aside, I think it's perfectly cool if you're still curious about your adult self. And I don't mind telling you more about him if you want. I know I'm still wondering about what my adult self got up to. Yeah. Well, like I said, anytime you want to know more, feel free to ask. Okay, how about we do this thing. When I met Roxy, we did a thing. A thing? Yeah, it's called the lightning round. That does sound like a Roxy thing. Does it by any chance involve asking a rapid fire series of questions, some of which end up being a bit too personal or invasive? Uh, yeah, when she does it. Could be chill, though. When it comes to asking about each other's secret crushes and shit. Then I guess I'll disclaim in advance I don't have any, and I don't care about yours even if you do. It is settled then on the fact that we are a couple of cool dudes who know where to draw the line on certain topics. Cool. So how do we start? Whose lightning round is this? Mine or yours? Uh, it can be yours. Go ahead. Shoot. Okay. How did he, um, come to adopt you? I was a baby and I came to Earth on a meteor while riding a pony with a pink heart on its ass. He found me in a crater on top of a dead pony and gave me a little baby pair of shades that look exactly like the ones you're wearing now. I see. So you decided to ditch those shades for the aviator glasses? Yeah, years ago John got these me these for my birthday. Might have been like an ironic dare to wear them, I don't remember. But when I got them I was like, hell yeah I'm wearing these. Gonna rock these fuckers till the end of time. They were Ben Stiller's. Like literally. They actually touched his weird sort of gaunt face in one of his films. Wait, the Stiller? Yeah. Incredible. Also, such a shame what happened to that poor man. Wait, what happened to him? I can tell you when it's your lightning round. Or mine. Whatever. I'm still not quite sure whose lightning round it is and... Uh... When you're the one asking questions. I don't know. Ask Roxy. Okay, anyway. Didn't mean to interrupt. But yeah, we would send each other gift stuff sometimes. Me and John. Well, we all would. Usually absurd birthday packages and such. We did that too. Except I had to send things through time... Always had to figure out stuff uh, small enough to send through the certificator, even if it was piece by piece. Nice. One time it turned out we accidentally sent presents through time. I mean, not literally, more in a roundabout way. We all sent John a rabbit, but all three rabbits just turned out to be the same damn rabbit because of stupid time shit. Once I deliberately and quite literally sent a robot, a, a rabbit through time, it was a robot. Wow. He's a loyal friend of Jane. I don't know what happened to him, though. Yeah, I don't know what happened to John's rabbits, either. Rabbits, am I right? I hear you, man. What next? Hmm. You say you own Cal as well? Yup. Did he come down to Earth on a meteor with Cal, too? Yeah, I think so. It was a long time ago. Kind of weird to imagine him strutting around with that puppet as a kid in the 80s. Or maybe just kind of funny, actually. He sure held on to it for a long time. Must got attached at a really early age and just never let go. I guess you fell to Earth with one of those things, too? Yeah, but if I came to Earth on a meteor the same way you all did, then I guess I just got dunked right in the fucking ocean. Which makes sense. One of my earliest memories is of using cows as a flotation device. So he sort of saved my life in a way. I guess that's why I bonded with him, too. The way your bro did, even if that sounds a bit stupid. Then again, it didn't help matters much. That I lived alone in the middle of the ocean. He's the only real-life friend I had. I mean, until I built some new ones. Hmm. Wait, we fucked up. I asked you a question. It's not my turn. Keep firing. Okay. How did your bro die? 
He died fighting one of these jacks. At this point, I almost forget which one. No, wait. Yeah, it was the omnipotent dog one. Jack from our session. He was fighting like a lesser form of him, then Jack got extra prototyped by dog powers, then got outmatched and stabbed with his own sword. I'm pretty sure Dave Sprite was fighting with him and almost died too, but then it turned out he didn't. Now I'm at least 99% sure that Dave Sprite's definitely dead and suddenly won't reappear as a stupid surprise or anything. I hate stupid surprises. Word. So you said that he trained you. I'm guessing that means he knew what was coming. Or some things about your future, at least. It seems that way. I'm not sure what he knew or how he knew it. All our guardians seem to know bits and pieces of stuff and did vague, mysterious things to prepare. This day, I have no idea if he was training me to fight Lord English or even knew that it was a guy on a conscious level. Or if it was like a general purpose training to be able to survive some hard shit after the end of the world happened. You'd have to ask him, but that's impossible. I do know he managed to get the drop on a meteor before I entered the game. What? Uh, as far as I can tell, he stood on top of it and split it in half with his sword. Um, not to be too much a wet blanket on that right as fuck Ando, but that sounds kind of far-fetched. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? But then again, so does a baby getting dunked from space in the ocean and floating on a weird dog growing up by himself with no adults around. That's not far-fetched. It was pretty straightforward. I think I just found a building poking out of the water, climbed up, then I started forging for food in there like a feral infant. Supplies, which I'm sure your adult self must have left behind for me, seeing as he clearly must have known some things about the future, too. Speaking of which, maybe it's your turn now? <laughs> Next. Ha, oh, these two are so good. That's <laughs> really good. I love the, the, the Striders and the Lalons are both really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Questions about me. Hmm, let's see. Okay, first to fuck all, what happened to Ben Stiller? <laughs> he was deemed a heretic and was crucified in the Washington Monument by some clowns. Wow. Due to his dedication to freedom and peace, he came to the scene as a martyr and then a holy figure. He was left on the monument as example to all, but thousands of faithful gathered below to gaze upon his pious, sort of gaunt face. For years thereafter, his followers would carve stone bust of him in his, in his memory, capturing his piercing glare of his final expression. But they were all smashed to pieces by the presidential church. Their religious movement didn't last very long. Rumor has it that the Badawit has at least a lot of experience crushing right insurrections. Did my adult self get pissed about Stiller? Oh god, I bet he got pissed. Yeah, there was a whole lot of series of final insults that led to his act of rebellion instead of just producing subversive media. At one point, the witch remastered all of his films to clean up all the shitty artifacts and released them in a stunning high-def quality all over the world using a rational business model and everything. That really set him off. What the fuck? How fucking dare that woman? So then he tried to kill the Batter Witch, right? Who is the exact same alien as the Condacy in this session? Yep, same one. Yep, he teamed up with Rose from that same era. They supposedly put on a good fight, but both died. So, does John know that he's literally about to go fight Betty Crocker yet, or what? I have no idea. I really don't know John at all, or any of your friends. I know Jane was the hair of the Crocker brand, um, obviously, it's in her name and all. Was John the heir to the Empire in his universe? Nah. I mean, not to Meyer, his knowledge, he just fucking hated that company for some reason. I think his reason was literally as mundane as just being slightly overexposed to cake. That's classic John, though. He doesn't get pissed about anything except for the absolute dumbest shit. 
but I guess his instincts were right in this case. Maybe we should just not tell him that he's fighting Crocker. I think the poor dude has probably had enough mental breakdowns for one adventure. Ugh, we all have. I'd like to get to know him. Not to mention Rose and Jade. Would have been nice to hang out and chat in a circumstance where we weren't supposed to prepare for the imminent deadly struggle. Yeah, well, I guess we could have hung out there for a few minutes longer. I mean, you wouldn't have got much out of Jade who's stuck in permanent mode. It's like old times, I guess. Huh? She used to sleep a lot. Uh. But yeah, there wasn't much time except for like a bunch of haze and oh, nice to meet you. And I also think I would have still been to shitty train wreck socially if we all just hunkered down right then and there for another extensive round of freestyle pal talk. Right. I was kind of nervous about lingering there for more than a minute, too. Mainly because of Jake. I don't want to make him uncomfortable. I guess I've done enough of that. I guess Jake was kind of like your John of the group, huh? Wait, that was a pretty dumb observation. Never mind. Nah, it sounds about right. Seems like John was your close buddy growing up and Jake was mine. John and I never really had anything like a falling out, except for not talking to each other for a few years on account of being on a meteor and a boat, respectively. But I guess you two had some buddy trouble or something, huh? Yeah, a lot of buddy trouble. I vaguely touched on it earlier. I was a really bad influence on his life. What happened? A lot of things. They were mostly my fault. Basically, I think I bullied him into dating me, although I had plenty of help from the autosponder. There was a lot of inane plans that he hatched on my behalf. But in fairness, I went along with all of them. To this day, I can't really tell how much of that bullshit was his doing, how much was mine, which I've just cut up through denial or selective memory. Wait, you... you dated Jake? Yeah, that didn't last long, though. It was really lopsided and kind of forced. So, you... Hmm. What? Nothing. I think we're breaking one of the rules here. This change got too personal. Oh yeah, I forgot we weren't doing that. <laughs> Next. I, I feel like Dave learning that kind of like oh like re made him realize some things. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, carry on. You were asking about adult Dave. Yeah. So that covers how he died, taking a futile stand against some unbeatable foe. Can't say I'm too surprised about that because what else is even new? What about his early life, though? I guess I arrived around the same year my bro did in my universe. Just came down to said dead horse I rode on into a world full of opportunities. How'd I get started? His early life isn't well documented. There's hardly anything to read about him until he broke into show business with a few obscure projects at the turn of the century. It all snowballed from there. I guess the one thing we know for sure is I didn't find a kid in a crater and take him under my wing. That's probably for the best. <laughs> Actually, maybe it's better that most of the story is left to my imagination. Kind of like how you said you spent a lot of time thinking about him, filling in the gaps of his ridiculous exploits. Right. There's certainly a lot of lore to work with. Urban legends and stuff. Like what? Actually, wait, don't tell me. At least not now. Maybe down the road would be cool to hear some. I think I prefer to fill in the blanks myself for a while. Really, it sounds dope as hell to imagine that sort of blank canvas life. Dropped on Earth as a kid in the 70s or 80s or whatever with no bossy adult to reel me in. Just having to figure stuff out. Especially knowing that many years later it all worked out okay. really wonder what I did. Was I like some sort of homeless 80s ragamuffin? Jesus Christ, that's fairly adorable if so. Maybe I slept in an alley on a bed of Rubik's Cubes and ALF merchandise. Maybe I offered my old school rap services for food. Like through a shitty cardboard booth? You know, like the one from fucking Charlie Brown's comics? This is what the reference FYI. Yeah, exactly. 
Sounds exactly like life for me. What if without a penny to my name and the wind at my back, I hopped a boxcar to the Big Apple? Because as a dumb child, I naively believe that's where they made all the apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be sorely disappointed when I got there, but I wouldn't matter because I'd probably scrape together living on off 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 Broadway, like making shitty cartoons on stage and saying, you guys will be so much funnier once the internet happens, trust me. And the aristocratic patrons of the fine theater just shrug and dump their shillings into my orphan hat. It sounds to me like you've been reading up on the urban legends already. <laughs> Dave will go to the Big Apple because he thinks we're going to make apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. Next. I wonder if he had, like, friends. It sounds like he knew a lot of people, at least later in life. Sure. I mean, I'm sure he knew Rose at some point, because obviously they teamed up, but as fairly old people, it sounds as though they only knew each other as a result of their no notability. That seems likely. I mean, more like the friends I grew up with. He couldn't have grown up with John or Jade as friends, because they were already old by the time he got there. This cool 80s kid's fantasy is probably just a lot lonelier than I've pictured in my sweet daydreams. Didn't even have the mayor. God, what a nightmare now that I think about it. wonder if he cared all about all the ludicrous shit and fighting evil pastry moguls. Do you know if he had any other interests? Like what? I don't know. You ever read any urban legends about paleontology? Paleontology? Yeah, scientific study of dead shit. Not that I recall. Guess he probably didn't do anything with that. That's a shame. Maybe he never even got the idea since he completely different experiences. But if I were suddenly dropped back in the 20th century, I'd probably look into it at some point. I don't know how, though. I think it'd mainly be like some sort of therapeutic interest. Something relaxing to think about instead of a bunch of ironic and stupidly ambitious objectives. Yeah, like the porn bots. Yeah, exactly. Maybe someday when we're both old men, you can live a quiet life tend into your fossils. I'll be... The same with my dear collection of simple-minded chat robots fixated on puppet ass. Sounds like the fucking life to me. What was the lightning round question that stemmed from again? I forgot. I don't know. Maybe we're just tapering off of the lightning round stuff anyway. It's just naturally deteriorating into regular dude chat. Maybe. You sure you don't have anything else to... Before we say it's officially deteriorated? Okay, here's a curveball. The fuck are you wearing? My prince gear. You know, leggings, slipper, the poofy asshole pants. A hood with some sort of cloth tiara deal embedded in it. Basic stuff for princes, apparently. Huh. Gotta say, some of these god-tier ensembles are, uh, something. I thought I hated it at first, but over the couple hours I spent flying back, with time to think about all this sort of stuff, kind of grew on me. The asshole pants are pretty damn uncomfortable, so I don't know if I even care about how stupid they look. And I am kind of an asshole, after all. Uh, so who am I to complain? thought the same thing about my cape outfit at first. Felt like some bozo from the Renaissance Festival. Like maybe I should get on a horse and sing a shitty ballad. Then it grew on me pretty quickly. Hardly ever took it off in three years. You're right, it's comfortable in their fucking magic pajamas or whatever, and they start to feel like a part of you. Who you are after long enough. I mean, they're supposed to last you forever, right? Kind of by definition, since they come along with immortality. Maybe part of their magical nature includes this insidious quality where they grow on you. 
Or not. I don't know. Maybe this is bullshit and I'll just wear some normal portion of clothes when this is all over. What about you? You gonna wear your god duds forever? Nah, I'm sure I'll wear regular stuff again at some point. If a cool shirt with a hat on it can be deemed regular. I'm cool with deeming it as such. Yeah, maybe you're right. We should all stop dressing like tools from an infinite magic slumber party for floundering teens and just look like some standard floundering teens. Some of the get-ups are pretty out there. Jake's, though. Ah, uh, damn. I... Yeah, that page costume. I'd have commented on it, except that would have been casting a stone through a particularly fragile glass wardrobe. So, I just flew away. Yeah, there was, uh, some palpable awkwardness there. Hmm. Sorry, I'm still trying to, like, wrap my head around. What? Damn it. Okay, I guess I might have to break one of our lightning round rules. Only a little, though. I hope. About what? The personal stuff? Yeah. That's fine. Okay, maybe I'm not even asking you anything. Maybe this is just a starting point to ramble myself on a certain topic. I think there's a slight chance I may be the biggest idiot in the world. Huh? When it comes to understanding some things about my bro, some things I never really put together about him until maybe literally right now, which I think makes me an objective dumbass. What does this have to do with me and Jake? I don't know. Nothing. Maybe I don't want to ask you anything about Jake. Maybe I'll just keep abiding by the code of basic dude manners on that. If I bother skirting the line of this rule, maybe I'd ask you other stuff instead. Like what? Like, say, one of your best friends is a knucklehead you haven't seen in three years. And unless you use ultra-direct and explicit language, he won't put two and two together himself. And also say another best friend is a girl you see like you haven't had a kind of special relationship with, but you also hadn't seen in three years, and she's asleep, but at some point she'll wake up and you'll have to talk to her. Um. This is dumb, I'm not making any sense, let me start over. Okay, let's say, way back whenever, how... How did you tell your friends? Aww. Aww. Oh, buddy, Dave... You poor gay boy. <laughs> Next. Back to our favorite characters. Guess who's going the fuck to bed. <laughs> All right, everyone. This is it. Yeah. Welcome to Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. This is this is the last one. This will be our last recording session. Probably not the last episode. That'd Probably be weird. not the last episode, but yeah. the uh, the last recording session for sure. Uh, crazy. Let me tell you about Homestuck, colon, the final days. <laughs> <laughs> I think we made that same joke when we did it, Ashley. Yep. I think I may have said Dawn the final day last time we recorded. <laughs> yeah, probably. Did you? I don't know. Yeah, we well, thought we were con convinced yeah, we were going to get through that, but that we was... Had big dreams. We thought we were going to get through a tenth of the comic. And instead, we only got through, like, a twentieth. Why is the last chapter a tenth of the comic? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, you, we could say, ask the same part? thing of, like, why is, like... Why is the last act <laughs> half of the comic? Yeah. Well, the last act is, like, 15 minutes of the comic. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah. It's, uh... 
it's a doozy. We left off at a place I don't want to read. So that's kind of a kind of a shitty that's, bummer. That's always a great way to start. Yep. That's what happened last time when we left off in trickster mode. It's like, boy, I don't want to read the rest of this. <laughs> this doesn't seem like a good time. No, this seems bad. Yeah. That's kind of why I was trying to push you through like trickster mode to like, okay, let's just get this done. Yeah, it was just yeah, just like this one, it was just a matter of I don't have any time left. We I, have to Access we have to stop. Has is really great. And it has a lot of moments where it's like, what the fuck were you thinking when you wrote this? Yeah, I, I yeah, I would have to agree that Act 6 probably has some of the highest highs yeah. in the comic, but also, oof. Yeah. It probably has also, obviously, the lowest lows, but granted, it is 50% of the comic. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> so, I <laughs> can't say too uh, much about it. Yeah, this, like, when I'm thinking about, like, Trickster Mode or, like, the Dancesters... Uh, like, at least, the thing I'll say for the sprites is, like, they aren't offensive. <laughs> right. Which is I a guess very that's low They're just shitty. Would you rather like, read I... about tricksters or sprites? Ah, uh, Christ. I honestly <laughs> don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you see, when you said that, I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, like, also, at some point, I don't have to have a 20-minute discussion with Molly about... Like racism, racism. So. that is a good point. I forgot that that was wrapped up in the trickster shit, also. Yeah, uh, so probably uh, the sprite stuff, but also we did we barely read any of the sprite stuff because it's not too interesting and it's yeah. super long. We skipped a lot of it. Uh, well, we're, we're gonna, not we're gonna be continuing reading this. to do that. Are we gonna be doing this? Okay. We we have to uh, at least this bit. We probably uh, yeah. have to read this this bit. Okay. This, when people talk about liking the sprites, which I said last time, and all of you are like, no one is like that, and then we said that on, you know, and people came out of the woodwork to go, no, it but I love the sprites. fucking wild. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> what? Why? What are you doing? <laughs> like, where did you leave, where is your life when you're like, <laughs> game over, like... Even, like, if you get rid of the Teresa stuff, like, Game Over is bad, but this is amazing. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, there's some people I just can't trust anymore. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Uh, anybody who likes Gamzee, can't trust them. Right. Uh, anybody who likes the sprites, can't trust them. Uh, just... Especially people who don't like Risk but like Gamzee really can't trust them. It's dangerous out there. It's very dangerous. You can't, you don't know who to trust. Um, you want to read a comic? We should get this over with. Cause, yeah, we should boy. do this. <clears throat> I I don't know what Def Dave Petta Sprite sounds like. Yeah, I we don't We literally either. did not assign a voice, and I'm not doing the doubles. Because, yeah, no. Um... Because Nepeta's voice is just kind of, I don't know, high-pitched, I guess. Yeah, and Dave's voice is just, I don't know, low-pitched, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't I know mean, how you combine those. So this is a straight pitch. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, this is just regular. This is uh, right, down the, right down the middle. <laughs> just I'll just talk. I'll just talk, and that's it. Nailed there it. There you go. Okay, then. Yeah. Boom. Oh. Yeah, so who is taking who, actually? <laughs> Well, I like Molly just signed up question. for Dave Pitta. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I just signed up for Dave Pitta. 
Okay. So actually, I don't know if you want to do Arqueus or if you want me to do it. Uh, I'm fine with either. Uh, it, it, you're the host of this version, so it's up to you. Um, I'll take Arqueus. All right. Nepeta. Yeah. I mean, Dave. Yeah. Dave and Nepeta. Nepeta Dave Sprite. Dave Peta. Sprite squared. Dave Peta Sprite squared. It is I, Arqueous Sprite, to the first power, which is to say, Nequius, and an artificial intelligence composite of your bro, in the form of the cool, broken sunglasses I am wearing. Yeah, I know, dummy. How was this possible? How did you come to be? Um, I don't know. Some shit happened. I was on a tea day, shook hands with myself, you know, basic fuckery. How did you come to be? Yes, that's a fair question. Some butch shocks happened, which made little to no sense, and now here I am. I can only presume that this was the case for you as well, given your incoherent and poorly developed anecdote. What you doing there, bro? Huh? Oh, nothing really. Doing the final work for the session, releasing the grist hordes, nothing that matters now. Now that you're here. Yo, are you crying? Aw. Dave Pet, I apologize for embarrassing the creation from this imperfect semi-organic form. How ironic that I spend virtually 100% of my time secreting liquid from virtually 100% of my body's surface area, yet a few more drops from the eyes would cause me such shame. <laughs> You're fucking gross. I really missed you, dude. I missed you as well, or I would have, had I permitted myself to think about you. Alas, I failed to protect you from an unpleasant clown in the most disgraceful way possible, much to the shame of my half, my dead troll half, and much to the disgust of my digital human half. Hence to the epitome portion of you, Dave Peta, I am so very strongly sorry. There's nothing to apologize for. Nepeta forgave you for that, and anyways, I'm not even her anymore. I guess Dave Sprite had some old issues with his bro he never really sorted out, but hey, I'm not him either. And you're not his bro or Equius, you're Arqueus, who's a new and cool and beautiful thing, and anyway, all those old troubles are feeling so overwhelmed by new and different emotions, and it's great! Yes, Dave Peta, you're right. It is really f great. Lol. <laughs> there are... There, there, you blubbering goddamn cutie. Dave Petta sniffs curiously at Arqueous Sprite's grody and emotional body. P.U., Dave Petta exclaims, recoiling like they were just using their muzzle to investigate the business end of a shitting dog. What are you... I mean, Arqueous submits his question to Dave Petta in the form of a third-person statement, thereby acknowledging once and for all that he is in no way above the childish nonsense of his former moral. He in fact acknowledges by extension that he is not above anything or anyone, and never was. Oh my god, yes! I mean, that was a good start, but also a little abstract, man. You should try incorporating some actual behaviors and actions into your RP things. Punch them up. Behaviors and actions? Yeah, like, think, dude. How the hell is Dave Petta supposed to react cutely to some internal epiphany you're having? 
How's that shit externally telegraphed, bro? I see. I, I mean, Arceus sees. Arceus soon realizes he will need a truly unreasonable supply of fresh, dry towel to absorb the perspiration caused by two separate lifetimes of regrets and foolishness. He embarks on a mythical quest of the spirit through a land of his imagination design as a part of his personal alternative universe fan fiction. Uh, fiction. It is a mountainous land consisting of only fresh, perfectly folded white towels and rivers of milk running through its valleys. Yum yum. Yum yum indeed. He thinks to himself with his silicone brain exactly one trillion times per second for several seconds. But now is no time to sup from the streams of dairy. He gathers a heap of clean towels in his strapping arms. Yes, these guns you see here, two astonishing sinewed meat trunks clutch the unsodden rectangles of fabric like tremendous baguettes of rippling, twitching protein tissue. <sighs> he reflects on his pair of powerful weapons with admiration and wonders quietly if Dave Petta would like a complimentary ticket to the gun show. But due to his obscenely powerful mind, this thought took place in the blink of a microsecond, and he proceeded to have additional similarly rapid cyber reveries, including but not limited to, though, the, from fond, thoughts of fondness for Dave Petta, and some extremely complete genetic algorithm completing the merits of various redemptive gestures and... Arcleus, you're RPing your internal thought process again. Oh, oh sorry. It's okay for starting out. You'll get the hang of it if you keep at it. You being willing to try this is all that matters, and it's hella nice. Starts to purr a sick beat. You mean like a rap beat? Uh, um, duh? Arcus wonders if the purred rap beat is strictly a hypothetical play of roleplay, or if it will have been an audible phenomenon taking place in reality soon. Dave Pettit gives a little knowing nod, as if to say, you bet your chiseled ass it'll be an audible phenomenon in reality soon. Arcris begins flexing rhythmically, in time with the beat of the purge rap. This hypothetical role-playing action should also be regarded as a precursor to the deed being literally executed in reality. Dave Pettit starts dropping the illest purby you ever heard, but stops suddenly, as they become mesmerized by the hypnotic flexing of Arcris Sprite's humongous muscles. Do, do you really like them? He says. I really do, they say. Would, would you like to touch my muscles, Dave Petta? Yes, I believe I would. Then I must command you, please touch my muscles. Yes, okay. I won't take no for an answer, Dave Petta. Touch my muscles. I said yes. Touch my muscles. Yes. Touch my muscles. Yes. Touch my muscles. Yes! Oh, Lord, show me how to say no to this. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. Yeah. Oh, this is just bad. <laughs> Christ. Next. Damn it, dude. Why don't we stop pussyfooting around stuff and get down to brass tacks? What brass tacks do you mean, Dave Petta? I think you know. Dave Petta, are you suggesting what I think you're suggesting? Mm-hmm. To be clear, you're initiating 
we attempt to execute on a rare and highly sweet bro hug bump. Hell yes I am. I'm insinuating that we attempt Nyan other than the exact type of thing. Are you ready, dude? Yes. Let's do this thing. Yes! Next. Nyan other. <laughs> Get ready to hug. Yep. Let's make this shit work. Yes! Next. We're doing it, man. Yes! Next. We're making this happen. Yes! Next. Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. And there it is. The greatest reunion in Hope Suck history. Nay, the greatest moment. It does not get better than this. It will not get better than this. At some point, possibly during the fifth or sixth loop of the above animation, which you can't seem to stop watching with new emote a thought occurred to you. You think with a sense of relief, this is it. You made it. The one-page triumph has just retroactively vindicated the long and arduous journey behind it. After every bump in the road, every setback, every nagging doubt about the story's direction, every fucking time your wife who got the shaft, all the... That just wiped away the blink of a tearful eye by the single greatest piece of media you've ever have ever experienced. You can literally say with absolute conviction that it's all been worth it. It has all paid off. All roads, no matter how treacherous, brought you to this glory. Every obscure plot thread, every batshit twist, all the retcon stuff, the sprite squared shit, every bit of dubious narrative. Uh, Edgermane. All of it now, you now realize, was designed with excruciating precision to achieve this singular, magnificent result. You'd be blown away in hindsight by the, sh- by f- the shocking feats of multi-threaded plot predestination if you weren't still transfixed by the looping animation and your jaw would be hitting the floor by now if not for the league-deep sense of tranquility welling inside your bosom now that you've no hopes that the audacious promise had been utterly fulfilled forever. You're now into your, what is it, 11th, maybe 12th loop of that animation? You've lost track, and it doesn't matter. What's the hurry, you wonder? What's the harm in camping on this page for a while longer? What else do you have going on? Maybe it's time we face the facts. This is truly all you have. This is your life. Without breaking eye tech with your monitor, you find yourself reaching for your smartphone. Wait, why exactly am I doing this, you wonder? Why am I going for my phone? You're... Going here for your phone because it's time to take a fucking picture, numb nuts. You decide that digital photography is the best way to make this shit last forever. You nod and go, oh, that makes sense, yeah. I'll definitely take a picture of this animation that has looped at least 20 times by now. Make sure you get yourself in the picture, too, to prove you were there. You mumble what? A selfie? Take a goddamn selfie yourself. Uh, posing next to page 9,828 of MSPayDeventures.com. As you can turn your body to pose next to your screen and flip your camera to selfie mode, I continue my unhid diatribe to instruct all of the readers to do the same. I want to see selfies, people. I need to see your ridiculous mugs next to these two gently bobbing freaks. Just a, uh, posted publicly on all the social media channels by the thousands. Not just a few thousand either. Oh no. Like an old and wise meme once more told, we're going to need to clear nine big ones here. In fact, I'm going to start needing the selfie jacked up far over 9,000. Scientists will have to start inventing new numbers to keep track. Choke the internet with your selfies. 
or with a horse as my witness, I will delete this fucking website. If I didn't see, en- <laughs> if I don't see enough selfies out there, I will scrub Homestuck from the Akashic servers and never speak the- its name again. I will then dedicate every shade of my ingenuity, political influence, and worldly resources I have to releasing darkness on the planet. So post your selfies early. Post them often. Post th- them to save a modern literary masterpiece. Post them to save the lives of billions. But most of all, post them because you really want to, and you were probably going to do the same way, even if I didn't try to say all that bullshit. Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. It's what a, a page. Tick. Yeah, th- 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 this is what people like about... Well, one of the... This, I think, is the only kind of funny thing that's right squared. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's okay. It's yeah. not killing me. <laughs> uh next. How many people fucking took selfies? Because I bet it's a zillion. Oh yeah. Wait one sec, Molly. Oh, okay. You gonna get one in? Oh, she got one in when we did it. Nice. Yeah, no, to just gonna send you this over Twitter. Okay. Guess I gotta open that up now. Okay, I have received a message. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at that. <laughs> All right, fine. Hang on. <laughs> this is good. This is good audio. <laughs> yeah, this is really good audio. It's great audio. We're really good at this. My chair does not make for like a good thing for this. <laughs> All right, I'm going to send this to you right now. <laughs> All right, I, you know I have to post that then, right? <laughs> I am keeping the selfie. Uh, I won't if you don't want me to. No, go ahead. There it is. Enjoy. It's very Thank poorly you. lit and a bad situation. Huh. Very nice. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Keep that one. You put that yeah. one right in your pocket. All right, let's uh keep going. All right, we're done with that. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Oh boy. Yeah, we're back on the platform with the characters we give a shit about. Yep. Yeah. Hey, they're back. Next. How'd it go? Well, cool. Drop Callie off with Jade plus Mayor. Gave Kanai a space egg. She is shaping the heck up. Nice. Next. I love that rose. I love all roses, but... Yeah, that's a good... <laughs> just like Peg Rose. Just, just Peg Rose. Smiley face. <laughs> Hello, hummingbird. Yeah. Next. <laughs> she brought that hummingbird into space. She did. That's a bad idea, but you know what? Here we are, and it's working. It's a magic hummingbird. Yeah. Hey, what's happening to Skya? It looks like someone has finally released the grist. It's ready to receive Echidna's offering now. If someone is able to light the forge, that is. Oh. So, how do we do that again? In our session, by this time it was trivial. Under present circumstances, I think it will be... Tricky? Huh? Every magic ring I am aware of is currently in use. Some by friends, and some by foes. Oh. Well, I wouldn't worry about it right now. 
There are more pressing things to think about, like fighting a lot of bad guys. By the way, where's Carcat? <laughs> Christ, do they have to drop a fucking ring into the volcano to make it activate? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Next. Okay, sure, why not? <laughs> He's meditating. What? Meditating? Yes. Inside a pretty and spiritual cave. Can it really blitz its chakras, apparently? What the fuck is a chakra? <laughs> eh, some soul junk that gets blitzed in the presence of a snake goddess? Uh, this doesn't sound like something Carcat would do. Are you sure this isn't some sort of bullshit? It is definitely true and not bullshit. Let's change the topic. Agreed. I think I speak for all of us when I say we've indulged in entirely enough bullshit already. Let's get on with this. John, you're our leader, and if you s try to deny that one more time, so help me God, I will acrobatically pirouette so hard off this lily pad, I'll perform a supersonic swan dive through sky and impregnate the battlefield with my own incredulous torso. Now please tell us what to do. Wow, okay, I won't say I'm not your leader anymore, jeez. I think it's about time to get going. By my estimation, all the bad guys should be getting here any minute. So we should go find the Condacy and ambush her. She's supposed to be on Durs, right? Yep. Alright, then let's go. I think we're as ready as we're gonna get. We all have weapons, cool powers, a plan of attack, and most importantly of all, each other. Never forget, teamwork is our secret weapon here. Probably the most powerful weapon we have. Second only, perhaps, to the power of friendship itself. Remember that, guys. As long as we have teamwork, friendship, and cool powers on our side, we can't lose. You're my best friends ever. Rose and Roxy, and Kanaya and Terezi, and Dave and Jade and Carcat, uh, and also Jane and Dirk and Jake, and... John. Hold on, Rose, I'm almost done. And Callie, and Tavros, and Cat Rose, and, uh, the sweaty guy? Um, probably not the clown in the fridge, though. Oh, yeah, and even probably Friska. Oh, and Mayor, and the Mayor! He's great, too. Did I miss anybody? I think that's it. Anyway, I believe in you all, and I know we can do this together. Now let's go kick some ass! Hmm, that's good shit. Very leery. Hmm. How was that, Rose? I don't know what I expected. Huh? Wait, wait did, did I say something dumb? No, it was fine. Roxy's ride is very leerly, very... John, I'm just wondering now if you're really going to embrace this business of leadership. May you consider hiring, hiring a speechwriter? A speechwriter? I don't know, Rose. I think I'd be pretty bad at memorizing speeches. Especially ones you wrote. Touché. I love my idiot son. <laughs> I love my boy. <laughs> I love my dumb idiot son. <laughs> The fuck Rose is a Roxy and, <laughs> and Kanaya and Terezi and Dave and Jade and <laughs> <laughs> But but probably not the clown in the fridge. He doesn't seem great. No. I don't know him well, but he doesn't seem great. <laughs> Next. Oh uh, Terezi's getting bugged by Dave. Hey Terezi, you coming or what? What? What did you say? Get over here, it's almost time to fight. Dave, are you talking to the little f 
foam ass again. What was that? Nothing trouble hearing you through the little foam ass. Hold on, let me smoosh my ear up against it. Uh, never mind, I'll be right there. <laughs> God damn, I love these idiots. I love these idiots so much. Next. Strap it on her. Her dragon pack, she has that. It's not blown up anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it never got blown up in this right, uh, yeah. timeline. Okay, everyone. Sounds like Dave and his bro are ready. I'm gonna go fly over there now. I hope you all have fun murdering your dis designated villains. Catch you later. Next. Bye, idiot! Mm. Mm. Wow, John, chill out. <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I guess I got carried away. No, no offense. Some taken. Okay, that's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Next. God. John's blushing. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> Next. What? Next. <laughs> Roxy looking side to side. <laughs> Gallus Calibrator began trolling Arachnid's grip. Hey, you there? Boy, we haven't seen a pester log in a fucking minute. I believe this is the last pester walk. Shit. Next. Yeah. <laughs> Guess he must be busy. Finding that weapon, or couldn't ghost, or can't learn English. Whatever it is you're doing out there, I just want to say a few things before I have to fight, go fight. Actually, maybe it's better you aren't responding for now. Maybe you can finally say some things I want to say. I might not have been able to when you're around. Shit. This is familiar. <laughs> Next. Oh, they're having good times. Oh, there's a radia and a socks in the background. Yeah, a live radia. Yep. It's been a good few years. A much better time than I probably deserved to have, considering what I almost did. Thank God I didn't. Well, thank John, I guess. He's a good kid. Uh, they all are. Even... These new schmucks. What a sweet and charming bunch of stupid losers. Don't fucking dare tell me when I said that. Said it. I love them all. Next. Jersey's so good. <laughs> she is good. I don't know what's wrong with me. That I can't just say stuff like that directly to people. They certainly don't uh, appear to have that problem. And you never seem to have much trouble saying whatever's on your mind. Maybe that's why I have so much trouble with the idea that idea of letting go of you. You aren't afraid of what's inside your mind. You've always seen it, been at ease with your own ca uh, capacities. Even as they lead you down a road of self-destruction. Next. Like, yeah, we clashed on stuff. I acted like I was all about ideals and how mine were better or something. Maybe. I was just pissed about your attitude of certainty and angry at myself for not having it. I think it's something I needed in life. Even if it came from someone else. If only to keep me assured it's possible to feel that way. What is she flying towards? Looks like uh, one of the planets. Dirk's planet. Yeah. Next. I know you th 
Think I'm weak for needing you? Not that you ever tell me. It's nice that you cared enough never to jab me about it, but I can always sense it. That you knew. You knew I depended more on you than you did on me. And you pity me for it. I mean, not like maliciously. You probably just see me as a bit tragic. You can't help it. And I'll blame you. Next. I think spending time with all those cute goobers and seeing how when they're all together they seem to like complete each other, I think it made me realize this about us or about myself. I never felt whole. I still don't. And you made it so I didn't have to face that feeling. For a while at least. And now that I think I know this about myself, I think I get it. The feeling will probably never go away. Only cover it up first, maybe. You could win this fight, create another universe, succeed in every way possible, and I'll still feel incomplete. Victory won't fix me. Maybe nothing can. Maybe there's too little substance inside me to even be fixed. Aww. Next. But at least I think I understand that now. And should be able to fight without having something not me. Something that felt unknowable and made me constantly wonder what I was doing wrong. I'm okay with living like that. Not going to pretend it wouldn't be nice to patch myself up someday, somehow. Guess that ship sailed, though. Back in our session, in whatever way I bought my quests, or didn't reach God here, or... I didn't even know it, what it was, or I did or didn't do. I guess that's the problem, isn't it? The mystery of it. The feelings. The things I'm supposed to... The things I've supposedly done, good and bad, and different realities. Mistakes I made but can't learn from, because I can't remember... Or the heroic things I supposedly did, sacrifices I made, to save you, to save everybody? Well, which tell me nothing about myself and what I'm really capable of, because I can't remember. Next. Maybe it's delusional of me to imagine that just having another set of memories is going to make me feel more complete. I can't stop thinking about it, though. I guess it's always tempting to think... There is one hidden answer to everything, no matter how fantastical or inaccessible. And if only you could find it, you'd finally have the perfect resolution to everything about yourself you can't stand. So I guess I just keep wondering to myself that maybe if only I could just remember, I wouldn't have to feel like this. Next. Uh, wow. I wasn't really... Expecting to tell you all that. I don't want to catch you before you go off to the battle and wish you luck. And to let you know how important you've been to me. In a way that wasn't like... Clouded by our usual trash talks and mind games. I guess that's what you get for ignoring me for two seconds. A little too much reality from an idiot who... Is more messed up inside than she ever lets on. Um. Anyway. Later, Sir Cat. Aww. Trezzy. Next. 
Gallows Calibrator ceased trolling Arachnid's grip. Next. There's Therese flying. Next. Oh, she's crying. Next. Oh, she's glowing. Oh, she's glowing. <laughs> Next. Oh, she's glowing. She's glowing. Next. Oh, that's weird. Got all, like, mind stuff. Next. Making a vortex or something? Big energy thing. Next. Oh, wow. That's all the, like, oh, synapses. This is her, yeah. Yeah. Her thing where she can see different outcomes or paths is what it yeah. is for her. Yeah. Next. And she's, like, crying and focusing on that. Yeah. Next. Uh, Terezi, remember. You may have to pause with me for me. <laughs> okay. Let me know. I think this is the actual, like, last Flash animated one. I think all the other ones are YouTube. Yeah, this is the last one that's, like, in browser. Wow, okay. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, no, oh, we're... we're re- yeah, we're really at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can play. Good. All right, I'm playing. Punk Friska. And uh, it's playing uh, Do You Remember Me? Man. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's just... Just makes me sad all the time. <laughs> uh, but the panel that we're seeing is like falling, turning. Away. So she's like walking on it. Yeah. Aww. And she's like oh, we're seeing baby Vriska. Baby Vriska is Vriska by Terezi. Oh god! Oh, that's baby Vriska and baby Terezi. Oh. And then we're seeing the oh god. Terezi that had died. Yeah. She gets up. She's gonna like stare herself, and her eyes go white. Mm. Oh. We're seeing all the those people from the the Doom timeline. Dave and Jade. Yeah. That's also a good Jade. Yeah. <laughs> and Jane and... Uh, and Jake. Joke. Joke. <laughs> My favorite homesick character, Joke. <laughs> My favorite homesick character, Jape. <laughs> <sighs> oh, they're playing flip together. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so cute. Oh, now Trezzy's walking across those same panels. Yeah. And yeah, they're the other way. They're sewing all their stuff. Uh, like yeah, now we're seeing like Aaron. Bye, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss you one bit. <sighs> ah, Equius. <laughs> And Nepeta's there. And Nepeta's there. Cute. Like, we're seeing the Rose and Dirk and, like, all... Basically, everyone who's ever died in Homestuck. Yeah. All waking up in the, uh... As ghosts. And then them arguing about whether to... <laughs> Yeah, what to do with the uh, hostages, kids, and Flarp? 
Yep. Sleeping on the riches. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they're reaching to a... Uh, Vriska's reaching to a point where all the cracks stop. The cracks are gone. Yeah. And Therese is heading to that same place. Mm-hmm. And they finally meet. Aww. Yeah, so this is the Terezi that killed Vriska and the Vriska that got killed. Yeah. That's true. There's a red panel between them now. Mm-hmm. Aww. They're all happy to see each other. Yeah. Yeah. Aww, they're holding hands. And looking up at all the cracks in the space. Aww. This is a really good use of this song. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That's a really good flash. Shoot. 